at some point, you gotta take the first step in a breakup, which is to accept that it has ended and to re- mm-hmm. and accept this is <laughs> this is one of the things we talk about a lot. And one of the first things you need to do to heal from a breakup is accept that all relationships end, every single one, yeah. because they weren't working. Welcome to The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. We are breakup coaches, here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Hello, hello. We are so excited to be back officially recording in the new year, our first episode um, last week's episode, we pre-recorded. Shh, don't <laughs> tell anyone. Um, so we are back in the new year and ready to dive into another episode with you guys. So ready to help um, you beat your breakup. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. We it. hope everyone had a great break. I know we're now a couple of weeks into the new year, but um, I just, I really hope that it was a special time and that people are ready for another interesting year, <laughs> which is yeah. to be. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of surprises coming for us oh, yeah. that we mm-hmm. can't possibly anticipate. Hopefully good things. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to connect with us more? <laughs> we would love for you to join us on our Instagram. It is very easy to find a files podcast and that is where you can find out what we are up to and that is where you can hit us up if you would like information on coaching and working with us one-on-one and getting more personalized support so come over and join us yeah speaking of personalized support and the dms our content for this episode is mostly coming from those two places so um we keep running across the same kind of things there's Mm -hmm. like a few phrases that we have heard (laughs) a lot (laughs) mindset traps so to speak I think you could say when it comes to uh, breakups and also for me things that I hear really on when I'm working with people one-on-one that just they come up really consistently every breakup is different um that being said you know we do hear some of the same things yeah over and over again so if you're now in 2022 and you're still struggling with your breakup from last year maybe it's because of one of these uh, mindsets or thoughts or thoughts yes Hmm. so with that like let's just start off strong our first thought is quote I keep hoping they'll come back or I want to leave the door open for them to come back. Yes. I'm surprised even people who reach out to us for support or who are listening to the podcast still, once you start communicating with them, they have somewhere in the back of their mind that they think it might still work out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, which is kind of, uh, yeah, I guess you could say it's counterintuitive and just, it's not productive. You know, if on one hand you're hoping to heal from this and then on the other hand, you're hoping that somehow it's still going to work out. You're really stuck in a place where you can't really move forward. Really? Like, I mean, there's, you're, you're, you're stuck. Like there's no way, no way forward if half of you is still in the past. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's a way to feel better in the moment, like just incrementally better than you have been feeling, but it's also like bypassing the like grief that you do have to go through that you did lose someone. 
and they are really lost like Mm -hmm. they're not coming back um and oh i have a cat um so you know they are really lost and by kind of holding on to this hope and this thought that like oh maybe they'll come back or even like even on a broader scale maybe in a few years we'll have both grown and we'll both be like better people and it'll work out then um you're stopping yourself from like having the necessary like grieving process. Yeah. I mean, holding on to the hope that something will come together in a few years. I mean, that's, that's a lifetime. That's yeah. a long time. A lot to be of hold, things can happen. On. Yes. Yeah. And I also see what I'm especially surprised with is people who don't want to stop the social media contact and the interactions because they're saying, but what if they change their mind about the breakup and yeah. I've blocked them on social media or what if, you know, we go no contact and then they decide, um, and I love that at some point you got to take the first step in a breakup, which is to accept that it has ended and to re- mm-hmm. and accept this is, this is one of the things we talk about a lot. And one of the first things you need to do to heal from a breakup is accept that all relationships end every single one, yeah. because they weren't working and you can't stay in a relationship that isn't working no yeah. matter what the circumstances of the breakup, no matter what the circumstances of the relationship, no matter the, you know, dynamics in the last few weeks before you broke up, every single breakup is because the relationship wasn't functional for one reason or another. And yeah, if I love to play this game actually, and I would love to have some sort of episode or something where, you know, you gave me 10 lists of circumstances about breakups and I would tell you exactly where the hole was and exactly why it wasn't working. I've mm-hmm. never met a single person where I thought, um, oh, that you like that relationships, you know, should have survived. Yeah. <laughs> it just, there, there wouldn't have been a breakup if it was working. Yeah. And also like if this is you and you're like i'm feeling so called out right now um <laughs> well, yeah. like welcome i'm welcome <laughs> I'm <glad. laughs> hopefully this helps you <laughs> um first of all welcome yes <laughs> but also you know like these these thoughts you know even if intellectually you're like agreeing with us right now like okay you know yeah i guess that's that is probably a little ridiculous of me um like they will keep coming up because you've thought it before that pathway is there um mm-hmm. it's what you do with it afterwards and whether you go yeah i'm actually not subscribing to that thought like thanks brain um yeah. or whether you go into a spiral of being like i need to wait for them and make sure that i'm you know uh reachable by phone social media all mm-hmm. of these things um in case they want to come back and you know one initial step may be to say okay like i am open to whatever the future holds if we do both change and grow and things happen Mm -hmm. in the future whatever but i have to live my life as if i don't know whether that'll happen or not i have to live my life and actually just like leave myself open to other opportunities other people um and my own growth and healing you can't stay frozen in time that's actually a great way 
to prevent you from ever being able to get back with the, that person anyway. Because yeah. if you haven't grown or changed, then the same thing's going to happen. You're just going to mm -hmm. break up again. So it's really unattractive as well. It's just yeah. the opposite of the type of energy you want to be putting out as a newly single person. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it's yes. Grieve. Like we're definitely not shaming anyone for feeling shitty after a breakup. Well, like don't want to do that, but mm -hmm. like staying in that place and keeping yourself in that place longer than you would have really had to have been. That is, you know, it, it, it looks sad. It's a bad look. It's a bad look. <sighs> Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, it, even if you just use that as your motivation, I mean, yeah. people pick up on the, this type of energy and I'll, I'm going to shift gears here, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to put it out there. It's not that likely that if you got back together, it would work out. Yeah. Um, there are examples out there. I know of a couple, but the on again, off again pattern is destructive. It is toxic. And I mean, in my experience, what I've seen is that each time a couple gets back together, it lasts, it lasts shorter and shorter. And yeah. it's just, you know, statistically, I don't know if that helps you, you know, embrace that it's not that likely to work out, but, um, you know, it's just, just the facts. I mean, and we could yeah. go into all of the reasons why, but you know, it's really time to look forward rather than, than backward. And no yeah. matter how much, you know, you think that you might have changed or you want to recommit uh, it's, it's just, um, once you get into this pattern with someone, it, it's, it's not a good one. I agree. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. Um, and you also, I just want to bring up, um, you get treated how you treat yourself and so yeah. if you're showing the universe your ex all of the people around you that you don't like you are i mean honestly don't respect yourself enough to like say hey if you choose to walk away from me you don't get a second chance completely <laughs> and you I, yeah I know as someone who has been in a, an abusive relationship, one thing that is common in abusive dynamics is each time that you quote, take the person back or get back together, yeah. you are showing this person how much you are willing to accept and yeah. how much you will put up with. How far and they can push you. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes not always like, I think just generally it doesn't work no matter how great both of you are, <laughs> but sometimes if it's particularly toxic, it can, this can allow it to get worse and worse. worse. Yeah. 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 It's just like, yeah, I guess it's like one of the things that happens with boundaries is, is yeah. a lot of people think they're setting boundaries, but then they don't maintain them afterwards. They're like, you broke yes. my boundary. Oh, well, mm -hmm. like, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, oh, well. Oh, well. And I'll, what I've seen from, you know, particularly abusive types of people is that they, they also learn, you know, how to use their language each time to kind of yeah. rope a person back in. Yeah. And that that can be the really seductive part is yeah. you know they're grand they promises it. yes yeah but it, it's it's words it's lines yeah mm -hmm. so yeah so that that thought it's a tricky one yeah um i've definitely been there <laughs> so mm -hmm. like no hate no shame we're just here to no. speak like the truth to you guys and be yes. 
be your like older sisters that are like, Hey, snap out of it. Well, yeah, yes, <laughs> definitely. And I, I mean, let's just be realistic. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because I'm assuming you want to feel better after a breakup. Mm-hmm. And so go back and listen to one of our early episodes. Um, the 10 breakup commandments. Yes. And one of our 10 breakup commandments is in order to feel better, you will accept that things are really over. It's one mm-hmm. of the very first things that you must do. <laughs> you know, sometimes we have gray areas on the show and sometimes we have black and white and there's no way to move forward if you can't accept that it's over. Yeah, And it's painful. It's really painful because I think if you're stuck in this um, will we get back together mindset? It's because you haven't released the, the person and it's yeah. that releasing and letting go of someone that is so excruciating. And that is a part of the acceptance and it's, yeah, it is definitely painful, but I promise you, it also means that you're, you're going to start to heal. We have loved creating free and accessible healing resources for people around the world who are looking for support on their breakups, broken hearts, and moving on journeys. Each day we receive DMs from many of you who have let us know the positive impact X-Files is making in your life. Our vision for the second year of our show is something that we both feel so completely. We are looking forward to continuing to share useful resources each week, but also expanding our offerings to help people go more deeply with their healing and growth. Part of our vision is expanding the connection with our community. And to do that, we are thrilled to be launching the X-Files Patreon. Growing this aspect of our community will allow us to keep creating great content for everyone each week and also start developing even more healing resources and support. We would love for you to be part of the first group of the X-Files patrons. So head to the link in the show notes now to sign up for either the $5 or the $10 level. And we will both be looking forward to connecting with you very soon. Ready to move on to number two? Yeah, let's All do right. it. Second thought that might be keeping you stuck from moving on past your breakup is, I have regrets about how I acted. I could have present prevented this. I now realize what I did. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Regrets. Oh my God, I've Tricky. been there so hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I, oh. There's, there's many things like I talk about dumpster fire a lot because like, (laughs) it was just such a great learning experience. Right. Um, so, you know, I, looking back, I see how I was, I was reacting instead of acting. Um, there were like things I did that were really detrimental to myself and like probably to him as well. And I have to give myself the grace, I guess, to, to like move into our answer to this is mm-hmm. like, I had to give myself to the grace of being like, yeah, like that, that Claire, she didn't know what she was doing. She hadn't, she had none of the knowledge that I have now. Mm-hmm. Like she just, um, she was doing the best she could, honestly, um, even though now my current Claire, like, first of all, I probably wouldn't have even been in that relationship, but 
like I would have acted very differently, but I can't like judge my past actions on what I would do yeah. now today, even if like the lessons you're, you're, um, you're learning about how you acted, even if that's only a week afterwards that you start realizing, um, and the pin in that because I guarantee you the lessons you uh, realize at one week will change after yeah. two weeks and then mm -hmm. after three weeks and after three months yeah. and well and also once you learn these once you have these thoughts like you have to give yourself time to like readjust your life and readjust yeah. how you show up in relationships you can't just go back a week later and say yeah. oh I've got you know got the magic key let's let's yeah. get back together and I just completely know how to be a different partner a week later yeah um same for if someone comes back to you with that um no they, they haven't changed <laughs> they haven't changed don't be their like beat up abused training wheels yes, that they completely. eventually take off with some other girl like yeah, mm -hmm. yeah don't do completely. it completely um so i actually think that it can be good in some regards to have thoughts like this because yeah. you know we well, are evolving. That, what was that? <laughs> we are evolving. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> yeah. breakup is an opportunity for so many things. And one of these things is self-reflection. Yes. And there is a positive and productive way to self-reflect. And there's a way to self-reflect that leads to, you know, depression and staying stuck yeah. and lots of destructive things that are going to keep you from from healing. So, you know, it's good that you're having these thoughts. Yeah. And it's time to figure out how to use them. So, yeah. one of my favorite tips for people if they are coming to me and saying, but 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 I didn't do this and now I realize. <laughs> yeah. And that is instead of saying I now realize or what I wish I would have done is is to sit down and yes, maybe get out your journal or maybe have a coaching session with me and say instead, what I will do differently next time is, or excuse me, what I will do differently in my next relationship yeah. is not next time with the next same time person, with the same person now. Possible. <laughs> and so, um, you know, think about the things that you've learned that you will take into your next relationship, including the relationship that you have with yourself and maybe um, someone else in the future. Mm -hmm. A yeah. lot of this is just about reframing these things and using them productively instead of using them to keep stuck. And that's one way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I'm not going to dive super deep into this right now, but with meditation and like visualization, it's theorized that the brain doesn't know like hugely the difference between what really happens and what plays in your head basically okay and yeah. so you know another exercise you could try is you know get comfortable um get into your meditation and rewrite that final scene where you still both end up broken up but where you got to say the things that you wanted to say you got to apologize for the things you did wrong mm. um, and like rewrite that final goodbye in your head. And that might help kind of close that loop in your brain because your brain will think, oh, wow, that happened. 
Um, yeah. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Little, um, mindfulness hacks go a long way when it comes mm-hmm. to it staying stuck. Yeah. You know? And it's just really important that you do use your breakup to look forward you know, mm-hmm. every day. I mean, we, we all do things maybe even every day that we would have done differently. Who knows? Yeah. But, you know, every day, you know, we have an opportunity to dwell on that or look forward and, yeah. you know, being forward thinking is so much more empowering because you actually have power over your future. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that is what we have control over. We don't have control over what we did in the past. All we have control over is how we're going to use the lessons. Yeah. So Claire, I know that this is a topic that you enjoy talking about. And that yes. is the fact that we're, we were, we're different person now. Yes. Our ex was a diff is a different person now, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, and maybe. we were both different people in the past. And so even with all of this knowledge and all of this learning about your patterns yeah. and what do we often hear learning about your attachment style, you know, a couple of weeks later, yeah. you know, none <laughs> of this new knowledge can change the fact that you're a different person to each Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so are they, um, yes. you know, some people are very good at staying stuck. Mm-hmm. I will give them that, but chances are, Um, your ex is not the same person that they were when you last saw them Mm -hmm. or when you were together. And so, you know, that person, like a lot of times breakups get compared to deaths and like in a way, yeah, the person you dated has died because they are not the same anymore. Um, so, you know like you can't i guess going back to our first uh question thought you can't actually go back to be with the same person because they're they don't exist anymore it's yeah i mean this it's just not reality and with all of this knowledge that you now think you have about yourself or you do i'm i mean i'm putting that out there very judgy okay all of the knowledge (laughs) that you now have about yourself and your patterns what I learned in my marriage was like, I, I very much felt like I matured and evolved as a person and my, my ex, that was very confronting for him. And my point bringing this up is now that you have this knowledge about yourself and you've grown, which is great. You actually don't know how your ex is, would have, yeah. or can respond to this evolution. And yeah. you know what? Sometimes they don't respond to it just in a, you know, in a way that's going to make for a productive, loving, functional relationship. Yeah. You, you don't know that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not at all. They, you know, they might have no interest in being with someone who right. has uh, come mm-hmm. to the conclusions that you yes. have. Yes. So. And it doesn't take one person growing in a relationship. It takes two people who want to grow. Yeah. And growing in a similar direction yeah. <laughs> too. <laughs> sure. like, Got it. You can grow separately into different things mm-hmm. that are yeah. totally incompatible. Um, all right. I think we got that one. We we beat it. We beat it to death. Okay. So thought number three. 
oh, I'm also going to try and keep my cool about this one. (laughs) And that (laughs) is a thought that I hear so much is I want to be nice or we see the good girl mentality and what we, I mean, and how this plays out in the breakup uh, setting, I guess you could say is um, I don't want to cut ties with my ex uh, because I want to be nice or I'm keeping contact with them because I, I want to be nice and other ways that, that this shows up and not a good way to look forward, especially if you're listening to X-Files and are trying to get help on feeling better, but it's common, right, Claire? Yes, it is. All right. So as I was saying, this is probably one the number one thing that I see that holds people back from healing from a breakup, especially in the early days of working together. You know, I probably have most of my sessions with new clients where there's some type of this dynamic playing out. So on one hand, I'm sitting and talking with someone and being told that people want to move on and that they're stuck in a really painful pattern with communicating with their ex and basically living in agony over not being able to be with them or knowing that they can't be with them, but just, you know, how do I get past have like, how can I get to the point where communicating with my ex isn't painful? <laughs> yeah. And, and then I hear that. And so then, you know, we explore it and we break it down and I'm like, well, why are you doing it in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> if it's causing you so much pain and I hear this, I, I, people just say, I just want to be nice. Or I've been surprised to hear people say, I don't want there to be anyone out there who's mad at me. Uh, okay. uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, um, oh, oh, no. I also hear, you know, I want to be nice in case, you know, they want to get back together or I want to not shut things off with them because I want to be the bigger person in the breakup. Ugh. So yeah. yeah, I get that you might think you're coming from a evolved place with this, mm-hmm. but if we really broke all of those statements down, yeah. the problem is that you're not at all putting yourself first you're putting the other person first or you're putting off how you're coming across first which is rather than what's actually best for you yeah and I think a lot of people are like yeah am I not supposed to put everyone else in the world before me and it's like no we've I think as a as a society um generally especially women have been conditioned to um, take responsibility for everyone else's feelings, which is not actually the more highly evolved perspective to be responsible for everyone else's feelings in your life. Um, You know, this is, yeah, this is, you know, like we, we, uh, all ages of people, uh date and everything um we're definitely an 18 plus show um thousand percent yeah i would even go a little i'd go a little little higher than 18 plus (laughs) um but you know i want to say is that they're they're an adult if you're dating you should feel like you are at least on your way to being an adult um so like if they're an adult they can take care of themselves they can they can you know, yeah, they, they can take responsibility for their own feelings. You don't need to tiptoe around them 
when you're not mm -hmm. in a relationship anymore. Yeah. You have to believe in their capability to take care of themselves and know what's right for them. Well, like, I mean, and now that you're not together anymore, you each need a primary support person. Yeah. That, that is not, that each, is other. not each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, just, yeah. it's fundamental. Yeah. And a, a lot of times this comes up with um, my clients and in the DMs when um, like a lot of breakups happen um, with kind of this label of they were dealing with mental health issues and they had to focus on that. And therefore like like that ties into the, I have to be nice as in like, I have to not push them further into a mental health issue yeah. than they already are. And it's like, well, like, yes, don't be, you know, staying and doing things that, you know, are going to be triggering for your ex, but staying away from them, honestly, yeah. mm -hmm. and not making contact that is giving them that gift of being nice to them, of letting them focus on their mental health. Yeah. But I think it's like this concern that if if you don't like pop in every once in a while and let them know that they are loved and they have someone they could reach out to if they ever needed to, like that that they'll, you know, be in danger, you know? Um, and it's well, like- It's also a really easy way to convince yourself that it's okay to stay connected with, yeah. with your ex. And, you know, it, it, it's, it can be used as an excuse, um, which I totally get, you know, we don't want to disconnect from people. And these are the yeah. types of stories that help us feel good about staying in a kind of unhealthy pattern. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, no amount of concern for your ex and no amount of trying to prevent them from getting mad and no amount of putting their feelings above what's best for you it will help you. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Like this perspective, honestly, um, is like infantilizing your ex. Basically it's saying, yeah. I don't trust that they have the autonomy or ability to take care of themselves and be okay without me. And that's crazy. Like, what about also maybe just, <laughs> look, I, I agree. And then what's related is this feeling of self-importance that, yeah putting yourself in this role as, yeah. you know, I'm the one that they need, um, you know, feels good. It probably felt really amazing when you were together. And that's, yeah. that's a hard thing to let go of. I, I get that. We want to feel significant to people we care about. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, but this is the time to be that person for yourself. I mean, always, you should always be that person for yourself, yeah. but also, you know, maintaining this connection you're stopping new things from coming in as well someone who's going to 100 percent appreciate the time and listening skills and all of those things that you bring to the table so yeah you know um like even when i worry about an ex like i know that they have the capability to take care of themselves without me um and honestly there was nothing i hated more than that one ex who swore he couldn't live without me while actively trying to fuck up my life mm -hmm. you know like yep. i think yep. it's you know um mm -hmm. they know their lives best 
and they're fully formed functional people with their own support communities and they don't fucking need me so. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> totally true and plus i mean what's yeah you're right claire and i yeah i love your story when it comes to this yeah. um and i also know that the ending of the story for you was was realizing that it was keeping you stuck and realizing yeah. that stop stopping trying to be friends and stuff and uh, this grammatically does not sound correct to me. <laughs> stopping you know this effort that the two of you had to stay supporting each other was what finally yeah. got you able to to move yeah. on mm-hmm. yeah and um to the point of like making someone mad because I was thinking mostly about like making someone sad or like lonely or whatever um but to making someone mad, like just know, even with friendships or coworkers or whatever, like you will inevitably be the villain in other people's stories. <laughs> like there are some people walking oh. around out there who are like, fuck that person, um, you know, cause you made a mistake or you didn't even realize that they feel this way about you, but you cannot be a saint in everyone's eyes it's literally impossible and so the more you start making decisions based on your own morality and ethics what's going to be best for you while also being kind to as many people as you can but you know like kind of holding that standard for yourself and when that standard conflicts with someone else's story of what they need or whatever like be the villain you know like yeah. you're you're doing the best you can and but you don't have control over how someone else takes it perceives you yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah. yeah so do you do you <laughs> right. so thought or theme number three that might be keeping you stuck in healing from your breakup this is all related and it is i will never feel like that again what we had was so good i thought uh, they were the one it was so magical mhm yeah <laughs> um there are parts of it i'm sure that were magical yes but um, if it was yeah. so good then why has one of you decided to walk away from it? You know, yeah. magical relationships take two people who want mm-hmm. to be in them and, you know, not one person who really wants to be in it and one person that walks away. It yeah. might have been magical at one time, but it ain't no more. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if one person walks away because, like it, it was an amazing, amazing relationship. Literally everything was perfect. And they walked away because they liked to self-sabotage. Um, that imperfect. wasn't a perfect relationship. <laughs> like, that is horrible. No, yeah, I don't want to be like tied to like a self-sabotager, especially if, you know, like a lot of our listeners are like wanting marriage and wanting like a lawful, mm. like, codified commitment (laughs) someone who self-sabotages themselves is probably not going to be a great partner in that respect Mm -hmm. so i mean i'm i'm laughing it's not funny but you know well um, i mean i maybe this is going to help someone look you want to be with someone who's going to choose you and who's going to choose the relationship and and so and look if you thought it was great I hope that that helps you to kind of um re you know shift things and then even more than the actual like practical aspects of the relationship I would say that 
this racing thought or this ongoing thought, it's again about a basic, you know, mindset reframe. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this is a good opportunity to learn about mindfulness and Mm -hmm. learn how to redirect your thoughts because I mean, we can just sit here and talk about someone not choosing you and talk about the actual things that happen in the relationship, you know, for the next hour, but it's not really going to, you know, change anything. What you need to change is your thoughts and stop thinking this way. Yeah. And so for, you know, can you pick an affirmation to help you? Is there something else that you can think about? Are there tons and tons of resources online as far as mindfulness, mindfulness goes yes there are so many (laughs) so many resources to help you and you know we often also hear I can't help it I can't stop I can't stop Mm -hmm. that again is something to stop saying to yourself you know conditioning yourself to not stop completely completely I have tons of different mindfulness things that I that I use and sometimes um, especially if I'm in bed. I mean, I know that's hard for lots of people. You, you know, start thinking about something and, uh, you know, I have yeah. kind of an ongoing unideal situation with uh, my immediate family. And I will often just start thinking of myself in a garden. Yeah. I am a, such a flowers person. And so I'll just start, you know, bringing in images of, of flowers instead of thinking about the conflict. And it's just kind of something that I've learned. And for me, um, that helps took a lot of practice and I think I'm, yeah. you know, maybe a little bit farther along in this journey than, than some people, but you know, learn what works for you and just stop thinking this way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, a reframe could be like, I can't wait to learn all the reasons why this wasn't the perfect yeah. relationship. Mm-hmm. Like for me, um when I left my ex-fiance I felt like a crazy person because I was like what am I doing this was like the perfect relationship like what am I doing Mm -hmm. and it's been in the years since then I've learned all the reasons what all the things I was missing out on by being in that relationship Mm -hmm. like all the new things like just like literally so many things that like if I had the opportunity to to turn back time and go back (laughs) like I I couldn't because I'd be missing out on too much um so you know it it is like you can hold the two things at the same time you can hold the fact that you miss this person and you miss all the things that were good while Mm -hmm. also being open to all the good things you're going to gain from being single, from meeting new people in the future, from exploring your body in new ways, exploring your mind in new ways. I was just going to say, you know, you are the one. They weren't the one. You're the one. And if you can get started on this self-love, sexy, single journey, Mm -hmm. there's nothing but positivity. And, and that's where the magic is. That's where the magic is, is the relationship that you're going to develop with yourself. If you can become your own soulmate rather than thinking, I mean, looking outward, looking outward, looking outward for completion is um, there's never, you know, a destination when it comes to that, you know, you're, you'll always be seeking. And if you can look for all of that inside, 
I promise you there's great things waiting for you. And I promise you that is what you're going to take into a relationship with a healthy, wonderful, Mm -hmm. wonderful person in the future. Yeah. Who's going to choose you because you're so magnetic. Yeah. <laughs> and because and you're not holding on to your ex. I and mean, you're let's not, just yeah, be real like, here. <laughs> let's clean up the the messy emotional ties before we start dating again. <laughs> Completely. <All> right. <laughs> I love that so many people who listen want relationships. I think, you know, I think it's yeah. a great goal. It's and totally natural. I totally agree. To get there. Yeah, yeah. It, it's exactly. fine, but I mean, like, really... You, you got to start somewhere and it starts, I mean, energetically, you can tell that, you know, someone has someone that they're still attached to. So yeah. And give yourself the year to get it out of your system. Yeah. And also like, if you, I know it's hard to like make the choice to be single and focus on yourself right now and like actually healing instead of just distracting yourself, but think about it literally everything we do that is good for us is hard in some respect it's hard to go to the gym it's hard to like lift weights it's not Mm -hmm. like easy um it's hard to meditate it's hard to find the time to do those things like all of these things are hard in some respect and you kind of have to be the adult to your inner child and say, you know, we're going to have short-term discomfort for yes. long-term betterment yep. of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, they're hard. What I would say is that these are all things that are hard in the, in the beginning. Yes. Um, but, you know, learning how to tackle them, uh, you know, there's great things waiting for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like all the things I talked about, they're the things that you eventually start going like, oh, I never want to go a day without this because it makes (laughs) such a big difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and, and just also realize like for when you're like, I'll never feel like that again. And especially like maybe the first few dates you go on and you're, you're starting to meet new people and you're like, I don't feel the same about them as I felt about my ex. It's like, yeah. well, Why first of you? all, you just met them. <laughs> so you don't know, know them yet. Um, and every love is different. Like even mm. once you do get to know someone and you do start forming like deep attachment to them, mm. it's going to feel different. Um, it could be different because it's not this crazy up and down anymore. So it doesn't feel like there's as many sparks. It doesn't feel intense. Mm-hmm. Like, and so you start questioning like, oh, I, you know, I think I love this person, but it's nothing. It's not like crazy, not like, like that, my yeah. ex, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, good. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, start you know changing your expectations from being like it should be this way to being every love every person is different i Mm -hmm. am going to feel differently about them and with them so stop trying to recreate that love um and also like you've now had more experiences you've now gone through probably a dark night of the soul like you're mm. not naive anymore you're not going to fully fully believe someone the first time they tell you that you're going to be together forever you <laughs> yeah. know like you're not going to be <laughs> like oh my god you're right <laughs> you know you're going to be like 
but maybe we won't. And mm -hmm. then, you know, the problem happens when you start second guessing that question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And instead of being like, no, I'm older and wiser now, of course, I'm not just falling head over heels without thinking about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yep. your relationships will be easier. Your breakups will be, be easier if you yeah. can. Um, yeah, I guess adopt a little bit of, um, you know, maturity. Yeah. Um, about you know, just what it means to be an adult in, in relationships. And that is that sometimes they end. <laughs> sometimes they end. Yep. And you know, worst comes to the worst. And you're, you're the really cool aunt or uncle who's lived all over the world and had many affairs <laughs> so and done some, <laughs> some amazing things and had all these wild chapters. And then they come to like the Thanksgiving dinner and you're like, they're the coolest person here. So, yep, because you know. absolutely, you will never regret <laughs> developing the relationship that you have with yourself. And yeah, we hope that people use this year to do it. We look forward to being a part of you learning to do that. We would love to work with you one-on-one -on -one to do that. Yep. We would like to start dropping little hints that we'll have group opportunities to do that mm -hmm. this year. And we are so excited to be a part of your journey. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us um, today. And we will see you again next week. I think you're going to really like this coming Ooh, episode. Okay. <laughs> it's I'm excited. So we good. hope you like this one as well. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know. Oh, leave us a review if you love it on Apple Podcasts. We are still sending out X Files stickers to anyone who screenshots us a copy of their mm -hmm. Apple Podcast review. So, yes, beginning of the year, we've got some really cute stickers. Hit us up yeah. if you leave us a review, help others find us, pay it forward. Yeah. <laughs> Big news though, Spotify introduced a, uh, a star, like a yes. five-star ranking system. So if you want to do that too, that's we cool. would love we just it. know yeah. that, we got a bunch. yeah, Apple is the kind of, it's the one that pushes out to everything. Yeah. So we're not sending so, stickers for the stars, but we hope yeah. that you leave us a star, but we still absolutely <laughs> love those reviews. And plus it gives you a chance to tell us what you think of the podcast so that yeah you know, that's like a little present to us we send yeah. you a sticker but we get you know we get a lot from it too because we like to <laughs> a ton. read them so in our in our low moments when we're <laughs> like oh god we have so much to do <laughs> yeah well i mean you just spent 45 minutes listening to this so go and spend three minutes leaving us a review yeah. we, we'd be stoked awesome. and most of all you've got this you've got this and we'll speak to your ears again very soon Thank you for listening to X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you liked this episode, please help others find us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or by following the show on Spotify. And if you'd like to connect more with us and learn about breakup coaching, find us on Instagram at X-Files Podcast.